This is going to be the worst day of your life. I'm bringing nunchucks. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Boondocks Podcast, where today we are doing the season two recap extravaganza. <laughs> but before that, how are y'all living? Hey, that's so bad. What up, what up, yeah. everyone? <sighs> Happy love halfway here. through June. What, what is it? Oh, God, it's halfway through July. Yeah. Holy shit. How did that happen? So we're about to go back on lockdown. Look how that right. Is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I I'm I'm really glad. Like I I went to uh, Portland this weekend and it was not entirely surprising that Portland, uh, for the most part, was exactly how I would imagine Portland. That outside people were walking around everything was fine no big deal the second you walked inside anywhere everybody was masked up and like you know except for a few people but there was no like mandate it's just they did it which is not what happens here right now but california's like do what especially it i can't tell you how many times this is what i've heard i'm fully vaccinated i've done my part <laughs> so no oh, and it's like I but do you that. have somebody under 12 in your household because that's where my concern is mm. Yes, we're three of the four of us are vaccinated, but not my 10 year old, you know, so and they're the ones once again, I think the universe is trying to tell us something like y'all think y'all had it figured out. Ha ha. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go ahead. And unfortunately, I'm going to attack the ones that are like, you know, germ spreaders times a thousand. Yep. Which are little kids. My uh, Um, my nephews live in a town that is pretty. it, the mayor believes in is in the whole QAnon conspiracy and uh, is very well supported in that city. I'll just put it that way. Uh, I don't even think it's a city. It's a town. But um, my nephews are my older nephew is already vaccinated. He's 20. Um, my younger nephew, who's 15, has not been able to talk his grandmother into allowing him to do it. Um, so, like, literally, I spent a good chunk of today with a friend of mine getting articles that could be seen as from white or more right-sided media that uh, still supports yeah. our point. Like yeah. nothing from the CDC because she doesn't believe in them. And nothing you know. from Facebook. Right. Well, definitely that. But I mean, like Wall Street Journal. Oh, that's a right-leaning yeah. newspaper. Can, but yeah. if I, New York Times, uh, anything yeah. that has MSNBC or <laughs> NPR or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. If the right think that it's liberal propaganda, this person will not listen. So well, I know Jackson said um, because we were sending him to a STEM class for a week, a STEM camp, cool. and they uh, canceled it. Oh, um, because of... yeah. Shit popping in our room right now. Sorry. Um. So yeah, I I told him I said you know they canceled it, and I said we can do it online, and he's like no, I'm good. 
And he goes, yeah. so for the rest of the summer, I'm just staying at home. And I was like, oh, so you, you can wear a mask. Oh, like, he's just like, I don't want to go anywhere. You know, um, and he's going into his last year of elementary school. Oh, this baby. is last year. It's going to be in fifth grade. The older yeah. one doesn't want to go back. He doesn't give a shit. He's like eighth grade, eighth grade. I don't care. Um, he doesn't want to go back. He's like, I'm okay with learning at home. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, because you're supposed to be back to work. What? This week or next week? This week. After day after tomorrow. Oh, just got finished with summer. Shit. School. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be back. Mm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Oh, man. I am, uh, I am not sad that I'm <laughs> not going to be teaching this year or this upcoming year. I'm I'm very much looking forward to having a uh, sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's going to go back to finish school, too. So he's going to have that plus oh. podcasts and all that. I don't know where he gets all his energy from. But... I don't know where I get mine because I barely can handle what I'm doing right now. Yeah, it's crazy that it's back to school time already. When he told me next week, I was like, next week when? Like, I don't know what next week means. I was like, when? Next week. He's on next week. I was like, when? Um, but yeah, so he'll be back. I I don't know. With, with Governor Newsom being up for recall, us having 41 opponents. That's like I mean, that year let's that, waste uh, money, guys. Who was the let's one that, that, that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger replaced? Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah people. Wilson. It's like that where there was like the porn star and the actor and the. Oh yeah, Mary <laughs> Carey. Yeah, she's running again. She's running again. Okay. Um, Gary <laughs> Coleman. He ran that year, too. Yeah. Um, this one actually has, I think, well, except for Mary Carey, and probably a couple other like fillers. Mm -hmm. It seems like for the most part, a good amount of them are really politicians. Which I don't know if that's a good part or not. I don't have that yeah. much of a problem with Newsom. Um, but you know the non-melanated privilege do so. There we go. He's up for he's up for recall. Um, uh, don't worry about it. One of one of the uh, reasons I'm rather grateful that I'm not teaching is that I'm gonna miss all, I'm not gonna miss all of the movies that I end up having to watch because that's what the class picked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Well, they make most of the movies for adults anyway because there are so many jokes that my kids weren't getting in. Oh, yeah. When we were watching the other night, and we were like, you guys are not getting these jokes. Oh, we watched Kung Fu Panda with my son the other oh, night. Oh, yeah. And he was so not getting some of the best jokes in there. Um, but that's what they do. How else are the kids going to see it if the parents don't want to go spend the money to watch it? So they have to appease to us somehow. Yeah. Lindsay, you're so lucky. So, oh, yeah. I I love kid movies. I used to be the one like, hey, guys, you want to watch My Little Pony? And my nieces would be like, seriously? <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> That's like me. One of my favorite movies is not animated, but it's Little Rascals. Yes, yeah, so I love Little Rascals. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. I, I got a dollar. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I still we do that in watch. real life. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever Googled yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually it's like podcast stuff or like an old MySpace picture or something. It'll come up. Oh, the MySpace. Oh, my God. I wish they would wipe that from the internet. I don't want anybody to ever be clicking on. I mean, my old MySpace. that's how the we met. I, used to put into those pages. <laughs> I would like Man. to find my old password or figure out how to get in there because that is how Dean and I met. It would be kind of cool to like look back at that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same anymore. No. You could you could log into MySpace, but it's not going to be how yeah. it was when you logged in yeah. because Justin 
Timberlake. Timberlake bought it and then he sold it and it's a it's a, uh, a music, music like a sharing. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, had, I went when I googled myself a few years back, it still had my pictures up, so I went on to delete my account because I thought I already had. But yeah, it doesn't look nowhere near like it was before. It's no. It's Man, I saved same. some of our wedding pictures. That was the last time I was on. I was like, oh my god, my top like thirteen or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like dying <laughs> who it was, and then like oh my god, the overlay or whatever you used to push. Yeah. We oh all God. we all were like mini coders back then. Serious. Like mm-hmm. I think yep. about it now and I'm like, that's what MySpace was. Yeah. You had to put so much work into it, so much more than I mean shit, you don't even do anything in your Facebook now other than just like filling information. But I know, right? I don't want anybody to know, especially on my Facebook. If you know, you know. If you don't, go back. <laughs> okay. I don't know who any of those people are. Pod chase. I haven't changed much. I still have like my song of the week, but instead of talking about it on MySpace, I talk about it on the podcast. Sorry, Dean just Googled himself and it's just uh, podcasting stuff and his Facebook. You can find Menage the Mary J. Maven on fullswapradio.com. <laughs> nice. Nice little plug there. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all got me Googling myself over here. <laughs> Wow, it, it suggested that I spelled my name wrong. I like that. <laughs> oh, apparently. oh, and I'm the fourth picture in, so I don't think I have much to worry about there. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, yeah, apparently, well, there's a, a drummer named Dean Giles. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an attorney named Tiara Walker in Florida. And apparently I'm mar- marrying someone named uh, Corrine Hellison. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. Can't wait. She's such a great person. <laughs> right. No, it's funny because my name's so specifically spelled, nothing else comes up but me. Like, it's, mm-hmm. um, but mostly now it's definitely podcast stuff. Um, but what's funny is my my thirteen year old. He, I don't know why he googles himself and he googles us. Like, once my, <laughs> I don't know what my son's trying to find out about it. But <laughs> oh, Dean Giles in the nineteen forty census. <laughs> I'm really Ooh. old. <laughs> You're a lot older than you say, said you were. I'm a boomer. <laughs> I was going to say, one of those, huh? <laughs> I've been obsessed with these like weird things that have happened in history videos on YouTube mm-hmm. this last week. And um, there's been a lot of, you know, people that, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the picture where the gentleman is taking a picture and he's wearing like beat knit kind of clothes, but the picture is from like the 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've like put it through, yeah, they've put it through all kind of like, Testing to make sure it hasn't been photoshopped and it hasn't. Hubby, Hubby doesn't believe it. I believe. It. Just like the the dude who the time, the, uh, the time traveler, yeah, the time traveler who supposedly went back to the the 1920s and found a black and white picture and he was in the background. And then they came out last year talking about, oh wait, he was lying. He wasn't really a time traveler. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. The one I'm talking about is true. Or the lady who was walking out of the um. Oh my god, it's the company that starts with the D. Oh my god, I can't remember it. But when she was a factory worker. Time? She was a factory worker and she was walking out and she was talking on a phone. Like a cell, cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that one was real too. I believe. No I believe. There's it. no time travel. So our friend, that's a genius. He's oh. like a no, like really, he has like a double doctorate in psych, you know. Uh, and he's going into space next year. I mean, awesome. uh, yeah, this is really cool. I was just going to say, though, that there are there are people who have advanced degrees on ancient aliens as well. So, <laughs> you know, they're called UFOlogists. Hey. Yes, that's my point. They got a fucking degree in something that 
Uh, I thought it was UFOologist. Nope. It's UFOlogist. Ufologist. <laughs> ufologist. Okay. Oh, that's UFOlogist. We were watching a movie. It's totally ufologist. But um, no, he was saying that because energy we're all energy. And so if there was time travel, something would have to replace. So if I went back in time, something would have to be in my place while I'm back in time. So one one part you know, particle of energy has to replace the other one. So that's why he was saying that he doesn't believe in time travel. And I was like, but he's like, no. We no already but. knew that for what French. French, oh, yeah. Uh, so French. all of the energy in the universe was already created. So the energy was there. It's just a matter of. Right. So, but if you left, someone left this time, then that energy would be gone. So that energy would have to be replaced because the energy is not going to change because it's already there. But it doesn't, it doesn't have to, but it doesn't have to take a human form necessarily. So it could just be, it could be, it could be, it could be antimatter. A back machine. It could be a car. It could, it could be anything, True. but it would just have to be something switching. Today, today on Boondocks, the physics podcast. Right. Welcome to Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I just, yeah, right. I would love to ask. Like, I, I believe my friend. Like, I think he's probably one of the smartest people that I know. Um, but I just second I, to me. Of course, <laughs> of course. I'm sorry. I should have said the second smartest person that I know. Um, but I don't know if it's just the Aries part of me that wants to believe in that um, because I feel like it would explain a lot, or if. You know, like I said, I'm just psychic, and I just know that it's really in existence. But Check out the screen share. Yeah, so he's showing you guys the picture that he tells me is full coffee. Okay, hold on. Putting my glasses back on. That's the lady talking on the phone, right? She's just, that's supposedly someone using a cell phone. Oh, the, the DuPont factory. That's what they were walking out of. Oh, the, yeah, I've seen the DuPont factory one. It's It looks like a brick cell phone. Why would a person go back in time with a phone that was from oh, the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> like, my mom had one. I, to, to me, it will always be the lawyer's, uh, what do you call it? The paralegal, because my mom did paralegal work. So it was like, the she had the, the big old fucking brick so that the lawyers could talk to her at any time. Yeah, yeah. I... And it only held a charge uh, for like then 40 minutes. One who was uh, in Charlie Chaplin time, like she was that's an extra Charlie in the that's, Charlie, that so that's Charlie Chaplin. That's well, the, but there was a woman, oh, that's the woman that was walking, talking on the cell phone. Time traveler in okay. 1928, Charlie Chaplin. There you go. Okay. okay. So the one I was talking about was when she walked out of the DuPont, and she's like in a line of women, like they're all on lunch and they all walked out together. I'm checking out all the fake pictures. Right now. <laughs> so, so at a time where we had no satellites, no cell towers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. They, they can't even confirm where Columbus was born at, but we got time traveling for people using cell phones. We got proof of it. I really okay, I'm telling you guys when... They Maybe it, it was Nicolas Cage that took him back. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't... Um... Like Keanu Reeves accused of being a like both vampire of or time both traveler. Of, yeah, or something. both of them have. There's yeah. like pictures of people from yeah old times that look a, a lot like them. Yeah, a lot. I'm like, sure like. that is totally just like back to that physics thing. Like there's there's only so much differentiation that can happen until it starts to repeat itself. Yeah, yeah. he's just everybody has a doppelganger. He's had a few. Yeah. Um, I have been told that there that other people know people that look a lot like me, but. I find that very hard to believe because I have never met anybody. You're that never looks in like the me. same place at the same time. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, like Michael and Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> except, for, except for that one video. <laughs> yeah. Right. Strange. I hate it when people said that. I used to be like, are you kidding me? 
Like, they're not the same person, you guys. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a story. What did you say, babe? Oh, he's okay. Yeah, he's showing this the DuPont one, the screen share of that one. Yes. See, look at her hands. That's a cell phone. It's probably her purse. <laughs> or, like, seriously. <laughs> her point purse. Or something. It could be yeah. a walkie talkie. It could be anything. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even think there was a walkie talkie then. She was, talk, she was talking to her boy. She was like, I'll beat you later. She's not a time traveler. She is. She's not a time traveler. She looks like she's from like 1980, but just more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the theory literally depends on a cell phone looking like it came from a, a time period where it is really obvious there wasn't time travel otherwise unless all of the shit that has happened since then is because they broke something well like the big thing now is that we're in a simulator that's like the biggest thing mm-hmm. that I've seen I think if we were in a simulation the world wouldn't be ending yeah. Yeah. all the people who are out of time and it's like, you know, you know, because like uh, George Washington and Lincoln were best friends. <laughs> have you? Oh, God. Have you guys seen uh, um, America, the motion picture on Netflix? I started it and I fell asleep. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I've seen boring, it three it times. It I have laughed so hard every yeah. single time. <laughs> it is yeah, it's both my, the it's dumbest and smartest shit ever. Yeah, I was really excited when I saw it. I, we've been watching The Circle and that. That's what we've been watching. Well, I was started watching that. But The Circle is what we've been watching on Netflix thus far but that isn't my playlist oh god it's I, so funny I yeah. yeah i mean it's by, made by the same people that make archer mm-hmm. it's like um half of the characters are in a, a maga fan fiction and then the other half of the characters are like the black and brown people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's the yeah the people of color and and, and the women who yeah. bring the reality to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. This, this yeah, it's, it was hilarious. I'm not going to say what was happening at the time we were watching the first one, but like there were no phones being looked at <laughs> the first time we watched it. We were like, yeah. staring at the TV, which does not happen. Uh, uh, so it was, it was a very good laugh. Well, that, that's good to know. Well, that is a must-watch to everybody. I think so. Get on it. Get on it. So let's uh, let's 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 talk about uh, our last season, huh? Yes, can't believe it. Second season already, right? Uh, let's start off by um, doing a shout out to our amazing, lovely uh, substitute hosts, Demond and Drake, for coming and co-hosting on nights when somebody needed to take a night off. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Um. Our Patreon, we have uh, two recurring Patreon patrons, Sarah, Becca, and Squirrel. Thank you guys so much. I love you. you Uh, you. If you want to be our our patron and, like, listen to these long, rambling episodes that are actually a lot more than what you probably are listening to right now, (laughs) um, (laughs) it's really easy to do it. And we usually have twice the content, if not more, on our Patreon page. So go and check that out. Uh... You know, Dean's the stats guy, so I'm going to give you the stats for right now. We are about 80 downloads away from 3,000. Um, our Twitter, we have 392 followers. Facebook has 164. Instagram, 115. TikTok, 659. <coughs> so apparently, uh, Dean on TikTok is very popular. <laughs> I, I do a good job at pissing people off. Right? Right? <laughs> 
We should, we'll we'll talk about that at probably yeah. in place of of some stuff at the end there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, that that's kind of what happened thus far. Um. For I don't know, people hearing us, listening to us, paying attention to us, or whatever. Um. Tell your friends. Do you know any of the uh, demographics? Because I know that's something that you you take a look at. You're muted. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, I could. Because uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I know we are, funnily enough, uh, kind of big in uh, South Africa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw that. A lot of people on our Facebook page. South Africa. And, and they're actual Kenya. people, not like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so That's if I go so to cool. analytics yeah. here, so yeah. Um, like when we do How Are You Now, you talk about like which one was our most popular episode maybe yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, 80, almost, 80, 81 and a half percent from the United States, 4.2 percent from Canada, uh, 4.15 from the UK, 1.69 percent in South Africa. 1.2% in Spain, 1.16% in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico in Almost actually. almost 1% <laughs> in Mexico. We got Ghana, we got Germany, Netherlands. Uh, in fact, you know it's funny, get uh, Netherlands, we're like I, I just got a thing in uh, from Chartable today. We were like number 4 in the Netherlands. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Hey Netherlands. <laughs> you want to sponsor like a couple oh. Americans? Want to get the fuck out? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah, so lots of lots of you know a number of African countries. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, Um, so and then we've even got point two point two percent in Russia. Five downloads. Like, there's probably too much queer queer content on this show for uh, for Russia. So uh, yeah. Maybe that's why we they come to us. Much, first of all, it's women. We have an opinion, so oh, neat. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> oh, here's what's know. funny: our biggest state that we're listened in <gasps> is Texas. Wow. Then North Carolina. <laughs> I did not expect that. Then Illinois. Then then California. Then Washington. Huh. Wow. Okay. That's great. So I there you go. Never guess Tahoe. Yeah. Tahoe. So. I, I'm in Tahoe, Texas. That's Texas. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Hey Texas. Hey, hey, probably Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That's just like my guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now, I, I mean, or see, we've we've had a, or die trying. We've had a total of 188 downloads. Nice. Uh, and the first 30 days was 68. I mean, it, and it's kind of it fluctuates. Um, Tom, Sarah, Usher. You know, we're like 41 for in the first 30 days. Uh, thank you for not snitching. Fifty-four, Steak Meaner, fifty-two. So that one, yeah. that's actually pretty consistent. Yeah. How many in the first thirty days, and yeah. then it picks up eventually. Yeah. That's cool. That's for the most part. Yeah. Well, thank you to everybody. That's yeah. pretty dope. I love like those stats. When hubby looks at ours, I'm like, shut up. South Korea? Like, are they? Are they, <laughs> are they really listen? Are they allowed to? Um, listen to us that's actually wait, wait there was sorry there was one more go down a little bit more so the episode that came out yesterday as of this recording had seven 17 downloads I think that's pretty cool like yeah. that's one day and we I don't know what our usual is but that feels like a big chunk of a, an average of in the 50s yeah it just it so depends that's on, really yeah. cool yeah so yeah that is awesome shout out we appreciate it very much thank you so much Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. 
So, episode one, or die trying. So, this is the episode where Granddad forces the kids to sneak into the movies um, and all the, the fun that that entailed. Um, we talked about, let's see, our opening, our opening uh, yeah, clip today was from that episode. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was moving ahead, so go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are some things that you liked about that episode? Which episode was it? The, <laughs> episode or die one. trying. Or so, die tri- so, the, the, Soul, Soul Plane, Plane 2. two. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, the... I, I love the innocence of Jasmine in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I'll be honest. She kind of got him on Earth, too. But I was like, girl, be quiet. Just sit back and just She's so sheltered. Chill. Yeah. Um, but I like the... Okay, I, like I said then, I liked the real Soul Plane. Um, I know that it definitely had some things in it that people could get... Like, I don't think it could come out now and people not be in a huff and puff about it, even though the shit was funny because it's true. Like, now, it's not like a future or like a real representation of all black people because I've said before, we've said this before, not in a monolith. Right. But it comes from somewhere and it comes from some side, sort of side, you know, some sort of truth. To well, be able to see Kevin Hart go from that to this, it, right. you know, where he is now, that's also, you know, inspiring to me. So that's just what I think about it. But I get the whole you know, the whole idea behind the episode um, and why, you know, it was, it was used. Cause I think it was definitely probably the last biggest um, or like Hubby says, like coonish type of movie that came out. Um, so yeah, I, I get it, but like I, said, I liked it. So I think it was a good, I, I thought it was a funny episode. I, and if I recall correctly, I didn't have like too much once one, one of the few times to say about it other than like what I just shared, you know, my same yeah. sentiments I shared. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I we, we discussed the different stereotypes that we saw in it and kind of just like, yeah, I, as for making it today, I don't know. I feel like it's that, that form of parody where you're taking the stereotype mm-hmm. and you're ex- like expanding it and making it bigger. And like, that's, I don't think that will ever yeah. go away. I just think the subject matter changes as like social, uh, um, mores change over time. So like soul plane itself, I don't think could be made today, but the same kind of movie about something else, yeah. I yeah. feel it like could be made. Yeah. I just feel like you would definitely have, I mean, you have, you know, criticism of everything. Nowadays. Yeah. Because people have the platform to do it. Definitely, so I, yeah. I could see some part of black Twitter being upset. I could see the woke, you know, individuals being upset. Not saying Definitely. that I wouldn't make a lot of money because same ideas and same hate was given to like Medea and look at mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, yeah. you know. And those, uh, those scary movies or whatever, all of those parodies in like the, the early 2000s of yeah. all the horror movies yeah. or the teen date movies or like yeah, all of that shit is just, it's dumb, gross humor, but it appeals to, it'll always appeal to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, just, I, I love scary movies still to this day. I love when the guy had the like, you know, I think his name's Chris, his real name, he had the like messed up hand and he was like stirring oh, the yes. mashed potato. Uh, so fucking he was in Schitt's Creek. He was the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the mayor. Yeah, 
Uh, Chris Elliott. Elliott. There, there it is. Yeah. yeah. I remember him from like his first TV show on Fox, like way, yes. way, 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 way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was back so when funny. Fox was still good. <laughs> sort right? of. Yeah. Sort of. When they weren't scared. Um, but yeah, when he stirred those mashed potatoes, that shit cracked me up. So I was like, who wants to eat that? Uh, and Tori Spelling was on there. And, and my, <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, was, I like shit like that because I've always liked, like, um, the hand, you know, National Lampoon's my favorite, one of my favorite movies, like Vacation. Oh, National um, Lampoon's, yeah, yeah, any of them. Europe is probably my least favorite. Um, but you gotta watch yeah, Christmas love, Vacation every year. I mean, I, I love that. I could literally watch them back to back, especially Vegas Vacation. My shit, that one is so funny. Um, but yeah, Chevy Chase to me is just a certain type of. Yeah, it's too bad he's such a dick. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, especially in older age. I hear that he's just yeah. grumpy. And-, and, you know, hey, I hope that I live long enough to be old and grumpy and, and like, out of touch with modern society. I am okay with that if I live that long. Like, really? to be perfectly honest, I, I don't know. I want to be Betty White, old, though. Like, Betty <laughs> White, she, like, she would set up and roll up one with you. No, I don't want to be a like, hundred. challenge you back like to back over Who? Betty White. Oh, yeah. Betty She's White. like 98. Yeah. That's too much. That's, no. But Chevy I mean, Chase is one of those, her. he's one of those women aren't funny people. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you are only funny when it's written for you. Like, I'm saying, like, Clark, you're funny when you're Clark Griswold. Um. Three Amigos, I guess, but I like tried watching it recently, and I was like, "All right, like it was probably I think funnier for the time." Um, Agreed. Even though Dean really likes that movie, I, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's tequila? He's like beer. He left to go across the street, or he'd probably be chiming in right now too. He, 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 he. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe it's a, a guy thing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the humor lasts when you're a guy. Um, okay. But yeah, so. <laughs> But I don't know, Lindsay, what'd you think about this episode? And um, we have so many. Well, this will be like a three episode. Part. Right. I mean, I'll just go quick. My favorite part is kind of like this relationship between Granddad and Riley. And we kind of see like how they are negative influences on one another. <laughs> that comes up quite a bit during this season. Yeah. Um, you know, who's mm-hmm. the adult, who's the little one and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part that like all of this was because granddad was too cheap to pay. So he wanted to sneak in all of that food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, the first episode where you really see like grandpa's like, he is who he is. Mm-hmm. He's a little shit. He may be sneaky, but he kind of liked that, that about him in a way that adults admire, you know, the um, innocence that kids have. You know, we wish that we still had that belief and, you know, we weren't, a- we weren't um, jaded by life. <laughs> um, I think that grandpa appreciated that and you start to see that like you said Lindsay it was definitely a theme for the season but I think it definitely started this this first episode mm-hmm. yeah. you know they were partners in crime um, and it was like it is what it is you know grandpa was like hey these are the reasons why I'm going to do it and this is why I'm going to do it and Riley was like cause I'm not gay you know or whatever Riley said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's very true that's very true yeah um Okay, so episode two, we have a clip from. You rolling with us. So, this is Tom, Sarah, and Usher. So, after a chance meeting with Usher at a restaurant puts a strain on Tom and Sarah's marriage, Tom turns to a pimp named Slickback to help him rescue his relationship. Every time I say it, I get better at saying it. (laughs) 
Yeah, run it together. It's all one camp name slick back. I mean, easily one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, thing with a pimp named Slipback. You know, say it together. It's not just a pimp. It's not just it's just slick back. Pimp named Slipback. Pimp. No, but you know, even though it's coming from a pimp, his like his little nuggets of you know of knowledge are pretty relevant and and actually. Despite him, you know, chasing down his hoes and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. but it actually helps to make the people that he's giving the advice to better or allow them to see something that they weren't seeing before. So for, you know, for Tommy was like, hey, stop being a bitch. <laughs> you want your girl to be taken? Because that sure is going to sweep her real quick. Bitch dependency. <laughs> bitch dependency. Yeah, yeah, There's no know? laughing matter. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, like, you know, he basically told him, like, man up, be, do what you got to do if you really, if that's yours. You know, he didn't say if you love her, but he was like, if that's your bitch, then get her. Basically, so. Yeah. And I mean, I would not um, obviously use the same language that that Correct. he would, but um, yes. it's, it's not, not it's, yeah. it's, it's not terrible advice. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. terrible <laughs> advice. Your wife it seems like she's bored out of her mind. Yeah. There might be a reason for that. Are you doing anything to make her not bored? No? (laughs) Then you better go and fucking fix it because that's your fault. (laughs) Right? I mean, he basically just said, if you don't keep her in line, another dude's coming to grab her. And that same thing is like kind of pimp mentality. Like your top girl on the corner or whatever it may be, you don't take care of her. If somebody else gets in her ear, then she's taken right away. Yeah. So, and it was that. But I mean, the funniest thing was when, you know, Riley says that that's what's hot in the streets. You know, you're getting your, you getting your girl taken by Usher? That's what we doing? I could see if it's Little Wayne or somebody, but Usher? Like that? Funniest part of the episode. Um, other than him singing Sarah Smile. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we move on, Lin- uh, Linz, do you have anything you want to add about episode two? Uh, my favorite part was how the pimp named Slickback has a very technical operational center in his home. Right. Um, and Quiet Storm wanted the new <laughs> Mac, so she said the computers were slow. <laughs> love it. And I also love that Tom manned up and mm-hmm. finally slapped that bitch Usher. Yep. End. Agreed. 100%. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I still think I want my name to be, what was her name? Black, what was her name? Quiet Black Storm. Night? Sweetest taboo. Sweetest taboo. Oh yeah, yeah. and then play uh, Sade in the back. Like that would be. I I think I am gonna name myself that. Let's start calling myself. (laughs) Shut up, my MJ. You now may call me. (laughs) I like that. That's pretty fire. I like it. I like it. All right. So episode three. Thank you for not snitching. Voice sounds real sexy right now. (laughs) So. Bunch of home invasions has Woodcrest in a panic when Riley ri- witnesses the theft of Granddad's precious car. Dorothy, will he snitch? What'd you like about it? <laughs> like this, I remember this being a really lively conversation because, oh yeah, and now I'm looking back at it, we had a lot of a lot of clips that we wanted to talk about about that one. Um. So that's the that's the Bluetooth headset one. That was the Bluetooth. Yeah. Your voice sounds real sexy right now while he was in the car. right? Oh, yeah. With, with Rummy. Really good. I mean, just every time I hear his voice, I'm like, rest in peace. That's yeah. yeah. So, Charlie Murphy. Um, but I think I know that I think Lindsay had a lot of good nuggets, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. from this episode. So you want to start us off for me? Homegirl. 
I honestly don't remember yet. I remember like the store robbing and stuff and like trying to solve a crime. But the actual episode, I don't remember much. I just grew up in the hood, y'all. He wouldn't snitch on him and they end up stealing his bike. And yeah, granddad got mad because uh, Riley wouldn't snitch because it was affecting him. And then Riley's bike got stolen and everybody was laughing because it was, you know, basically the exact same thing by the exact same guys, too. Mm. Um, And just basically like it was it was an episode where I remember like we had a conversation about how much of an asshole these guys were and how little they actually cared about this kid and just kind of used him for because uh, they knew he wouldn't say anything. Um, and, and the kind of pump up privileged. Didn't, he, like, didn't they figure out who it was at the end and because it was the dudes. Because it was them. Yeah. No one cared. And then they got off scot-free. Yeah, yep. grand, yeah. Granddad at the end is, is he's walking him out. He goes, they did it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And the cops are this the, one. The neighborhood watch. Out, right? Oh, fuck the neighborhood watch. That's right. All the guns. Yeah. Marion Ross. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The two ladies. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it definitely spoke upon. um... So we've been watching once again. You get into one thing on freaking YouTube and it shows all of them. So we stumbled upon a um, Judge Mathis episode and like it's been showing us nothing but like for two days. But it was this one episode and he was just he was telling this girl and it's so funny because he's so passive aggressive with it. He's telling this girl like, Oh, you hood? She's like, yeah, I'm hood. I'm street. We don't snitch. And he's like, well, then good. So then you do over the money because you don't snitch. Because, you know, it was just so funny uh-huh. how he used, he used the whole street. He goes, well, you guys have it messed up. Snitching is when you don't snitch on your boy or, you you know, you're involved. It's not just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to snitch when somebody killed the old lady across the street. You know, and it was just really funny how he had, you know, a comment on it. But then how he also used her mentality to basically go, well, you're guilty then. Now you owe her the $5,000 or whatever it was. Um, so it kind of reminds me like the mentality now is like, I'm not going to snitch, but I'm going to take care of it myself. But then that just kind of keeps shit going and it doesn't really mm-hmm. end, you know, and Riley's so young that he didn't get that. <laughs> But there's also the part that like the, the, um, who's it? R- uh, Remy and, uh, and Ed Wensler the third, they're, only targeting houses that have the security system that is the Wensler security system or no, they're only targeting ones that don't so that they can buy more security systems and make more money. And then they accidentally rob granddads, which is, which has a Wensler security system, which was why eventually he was like, Oh no, they did it. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were the dumbest smart. They were so dumb. Like like, the dumbest. And yeah. And yeah. So I doesn't say a whole lot about, you know, what you have to do to get into the service. I'm not saying all people are dumb, but I'm just saying like. But you don't necessarily have to be smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's <laughs> like, of- nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, yeah, had, I've had conversations cool. about that, about how mm. my view of <laughs> of combat arms, especially because that's, you know, combat arms and cook are the lowest scores you can have to get in. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so there are a lot of, like I said, when I, when I went in, when I was stationed in Fort Riley, uh, I was the only white guy in an eight man room. So, uh, same thing with my buddy, Jason. Um, he, he was, he was also the only white guy in his. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, a lot of the, 
black schools are underfunded mm-hmm. and therefore, yeah. you know, I mean, that you could that that's systemic racism right there. That's the whole yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. if you can view yeah. that all and uh, if you look at the military, you can see it right there right there. Oh, yeah. we, we don't even let them recruit on, at our at our campus. Do, do they, yeah, they are they allowed to come in and do ASVAB? Was that? That's the uh, Armed Services Vocational no, Aptitude they, Battery. Their test. We don't let we don't let military come in and recruit at all unless oh, okay. the student like reaches out to them and goes out they and then they're like all that. But they don't do college days. We don't we don't do we don't have ROTC. We don't do none of it. Good. And it's just a way to be like we're not. You know, it's this is what I say. It's it's definitely an option for you know for some people that are in extreme situations. Especially if they utilize it the right way. Yeah. But, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I I went in for because I, yeah. I I came I I came from a poor background, uh, yeah. but I, you know, I I had a high ASVAB score. Uh, I could have done anything, but I wanted yeah. something that was I could only I, where I could get college money and get out as soon as possible. Yeah. So I went yeah. in. I signed up for two years. The only thing you can sign up for two years for, artillery, uh, infantry, or cook, and that's yeah. it. And then for. For people, for black men especially, I think. Well, anybody that's people of color, they are definitely looking at more than two years because they want to get out. They they want to see the world. They want to be able to take care of themselves and then be able to send a little money back or whatnot. Yep. Yep. What ends up happening nine times out of ten is that four years turns in eight, and that eight years turns in twelve, and the next thing you know, they're oh, yeah. in it for life. And somebody that we know that's a friend, he is miserable, but he doesn't have any other option at thirty-eight yeah. years old. Yeah, you know, I mean, if and, I just stayed um, in, I mean, what 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 could I have done with my time in the artillery? So <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to own a cannon. <laughs> yeah, and he's in like recruiting. That's what he does now. Oh, you know? God. Uh, he works in like the recruiting office and stuff, but he's always so stressed. Like, I'm like, don't you work for the like, really? Like, you're not in. And I'm not saying that it's, he's, he's you know, got a job where he is talking to kids that, you know, five out of 10 of them might die in a war someday. Like, yeah. that's got to be it's, stressful it, in it, itself. He gets used to talk to the black kids like him from New York. So he gets used for that. So he was put in like Delaware when he was like, there's there's like four of them, you know, but I'm saying he had to do his four or five years there and raise his half black, half white kids there during Trump era. Mm. You know, they just moved to Vegas and he's like, man, I cannot wait. He has, I think he has three more years and he's like, this is where we're going to be. This is what we're doing, you know? So just to hear, Somebody who was like, I went in 18, he went into, you know, Desert Storm and stuff. Mm-hmm. But just to see him now and he's basically like, I have to have something else to do in three years because he says he doesn't feel prepared to do anything else, which is kind of crazy. But. Yeah, so. We'll, we'll that, yeah, that's part of my, my boys, you have other choices. That's what I tell Knock it, not knocking anybody else who that's their choice for their children or that's the choice that their children make. But all right, let's uh let's move on to episode four Stink Meaner Strikes Back. You got one for us? I'm starting to feel like Shamar Moore up in here. Woo! Boy, let's get some music on. Turn on the my pod, let's get on the eye space. <laughs> this is the episode where granddad's nepe- nemesis. Colonel H. Stinkmeaner returns from hell to seek vengeance on the Freemans and picks an unlikely vessel in poor Tom. So Tom is possessed by the spirit of Stinkmeaner in this one. Which is just great because we finally saw Tom, like, you know, loosen up a little bit. And, a little bit. Um, yeah. Become an asshole, but yeah. Become a complete asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, and so, yeah. Grandpa had everything messed up, though. iSpace. What do you say? MyPod? The MyPod yeah, and the no. iSpace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was, so they brought, they talked back about, or blah, 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 blah. Talked about uh, nigga moments again. Um, and just, I think the, the there, so there's one part that I, re- I remember uh, when Tom comes home and is flirting with his wife <laughs> and she has no idea that it's not Tom. And like, I, I, I don't know how, how cringy I felt about it at the time, but like the more I think about that one, it's like that there was no consent there. <laughs> that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, what else happened in that episode? Well, they, they fought, they all had to fight stink meaner. And then finally they, Tied him down to Riley's bed. Oh, yeah. And they did the whole exorcist and, thing. Yeah. And they brought Ruckus in as the exorcist. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, why was that the choice? Like, yes. He's, he's not evil. Let's let him get rid of some evil. Oh, right. And then I like this quote that uh, is the nigga still in him? As long as he's black and breathing, he's got a nigga in him. <laughs> like, Stink Mina just basically, like, if you're black, that's who you are. Right. No way around yeah. that. So as much as, and I think, like, a big part of that was supposed to be, like, um, how are white people going to look at you no matter how Uncle Tom you get, Tom? You know, they're always going to look at you as being a nigga first. Yep. One drop. (laughs) So, yeah. And it's funny because that would kind of foreshadow how he reacted when he got his, you know, ancestry report. Mm Mm-hmm. Episode because he believed one drop makes you, you know, you always are. So for him, he got that percentage, and that was like, oh, you know, so kind of, you know, seeing the whole season together now, you see how they, you know, together. What you thinking, Lens? Um, this app, I like that we got to see Ghostface Killer. That was oh, cute. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Huey's guide. And we got a little wink to Chappelle show, which I think was also taking off around then. Mm-hmm. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So like a lot of cute little winks in the episode, yeah. exorcist vibes, yeah. the shining vibes. Fuck your court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun there. A little Easter egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's funny because there's things that I'm sure people are picking up on now that may be very, you know, very minute part of the watch, the watching or you know the fans picked up on back then. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, oh, yeah. I'm watching it with different eyes now than I watched it then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah. We like even as we rewatch stuff. Um. Like. Uh. Well. Because I don't know how many times Dean ends up watching each episode as he gets everything ready, but I know I probably watch it like six or seven times and every time I'm watching it, every time I'm repeating it, I'm seeing something new that like, oh, that was a great joke or like, did you see what was written on blah, 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 blah. Like it just, you know, there's so many little things everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Eminem's music to me. I've been listening to it for 20 plus years and I still hear shit and go, did you hear what he said? (laughs) Like, let me rewind it. Did you hear what he said? You know, and that's, that kind of same creativity, you know, he's a lyricist no matter what. And then these writers and these creators of the show, there was so much behind it. I think for knowing the whole story now, and especially ending with these episodes that were, you know, banned back then, Mm -hmm. you really have a different perspective of 
Aaron Magruder's um, motivation and what probably led him to why this show is still so important and why so many people, I think, like now it's starting to become a thing again for like a generation of probably 16 to 24-year-olds now um, and maybe even younger. I'm seeing a lot of videos lately um, about it. So, and more people are like, when is the new episodes coming on? So it's kind of like this rebirth that, you know, no matter what you, like I said, you still, you see, you see it differently, I think, depending on where you are in life, but it's still so relevant. And like I said, I think that was all motivated by his experience and everything that he went through. Um, plus the people that were on the show, not, you know, not taking anything away from the voice actors mm -hmm. at all, because they definitely helped to make the show what it is. So yeah. I would love to... Like if we ever get the chance to actually interview him, I would love to ask him how how he saw how he sees things now. And like because back then it was obvious that he had a very pessimistic view of where black culture was going, yeah. basically. Like, does he still have that same negative view or does he feel like it's uh, like there's maybe a rebirth because we've had a lot of really amazing things like. Kendrick Lamar winning, like, wasn't it a Nobel or something in literature? Yeah. 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 So like, and I don't know, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious if any of the awesome achievements that are, that are really starting to pile up and I, I hate to use the word mainstream, but black culture is starting to become a little more mainstream and a little less, um, Black. black. Yeah, it, it, and it always has been, let's be honest. But right, I think now people right. are starting to go, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah it I, is like we are. I think there's been, yeah, I think there's been enough pushback that now black culture is coming out with black faces. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's, the uh, yeah. what was the, what was that show? Um, fuck. The, uh, what's his name? Childish Gambino. I was uh, just going to say Donald Glover. But, uh, yeah. Yes, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. I was just yeah. on the same mind trick. I was mm -hmm. just going to say, I, I think that that's amazing. You know, it's very much like Aaron Magruder, but in a different way. Like, you know what I'm saying? He says what he says through his music. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this is America, I think was, come on, how powerful that it's was. It's still like, uh, yeah, that one. I, yeah. Yeah. But very Thomas you know, yeah. Like when he, when Atlanta came out, I think that even was more so of the um, antithesis of, Ooh, these content creators, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, even though we don't really like it, us and um, the other movie that he did, um, the sun, where everybody said the sunken place. Oh yeah, uh, get you out. You know, we were talking about yeah, yeah. Um, I literally have watched twenty five minutes of that movie, and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Get out of same with good. us. Like, I don't think we finished us either, and I was like, <gasps> us was good. Was <laughs> yeah, so I'm a big kind of like fan the, of black led horror. Something like her, and now she has her own complete studio when she's helping people to create so it's definitely i think that helped to you know fox is always the one that takes the risk and then it was on fx but the fact that it was so broadly loved and um criticized by everybody so positively mm -hmm. or, you know not criticized but the the reviews of it were so positive that it'll open a lot of doors for others so i yeah challenge gambino i would love to see them kind of interview each other like i think they would both be that would be a pretty powerful kind of interview to have they, Aaron Porter and they could they could make the remake that I want to remake the movie that I want to oh remake God. and I've already so <laughs> I have Aaron McGruder he brings this up it. every time 
I haven't brought it up on this show. Uh-huh. That's why I said every time, this is now your turn on this one to bring it up. I, w- I, want, I want a remake of Smokey and the Bandit. And, and I want the Bandit to be played by Donald Glover. Right now. What was that? Oh, there you go. Now I can't. I can't okay. hear you. Yeah. You so I want, I, I want a remake of Smokey and the Bandit with Donald yeah. Glover playing the bandit, mm-hmm. Janelle Monet playing uh, Snowball, the truck driver, yeah. uh, John Goodman as Smokey, and, and, yeah. I th- and now that you bring it, you're talking about it, I'm thinking Aaron Magruder should write it. Yeah. But the but the premise yeah. is, instead of dri- having to drive beer from uh, wherever they were to Texarkana, uh-huh. they're gonna, they have to bring prescription drugs from Canada into the States. <laughs> that would be good. Right? Or some very, very strong prescription, you know, maybe medicinal marijuana. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the way that things are going, you got Republicans who are calling for legalization of marijuana. So that whole smuggling marijuana thing, I don't think, mean, hopefully yeah. that won't be relevant That's soon. Relevant. And you know why they're doing it? Because there's money, money. in it. There's been enough mm-hmm. time and there's enough states that are going, wait, 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 wait. You're we, saying we're that not... we can charge this tax mm-hmm. and we can do this and make money? Okay. And um, not only that, it's, it's uh, you mean we haven't had an increase in all of the things that we were told uh-huh. growing up would happen? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. cr- you know, crime and people being lazy and, and you know, blah, 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 all that, oh, yeah. that bullshit. Or like the no. commercial years ago where the girl just like sunk into the couch where she right. just like melted and now, lost all kind of body. Couch lock bones is real. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes some of us actually yeah. like try to go for couch lock. But, but yeah, yes, for the most part, like, I can that way for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, I say, can smoke weed and pretty much do my job, but no, I mean, totally I don't, functioning. but. <laughs> totally One of my favorite strains right now is Jeff Spicoli, and I love it because it's taken. <laughs> the whole stigma out of it because everybody looks the ghost you're a stoner you're a pothead which i hate those names um but i'm like not if nobody turns into a jeff spicoli i'm not hitting myself over the head with the freaking van you know just because yeah. like come on you know what i'm saying like that just because i do that doesn't mean that it one equals you know one equals the other um right, right. but you're, you're right it's what they're saying Somebody goes, all right, guys, let's stop the bullshit. We knew it was bullshit 60 years ago when we created the whole Reefer Madness, you know, campaign. Let's go ahead and forget it. You guys all smoke. Some of you have gummies. Don't lie right now. Like you guys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like your granddaughter gets you the gummies. Stop it. Um, this and, is what we can do, especially you know, after the pandemic. We need money. Mm-hmm. This is what can help us to get us money. Instead of putting people in jail, that's not working. But you know what can? Oh, they don't. We no, wait, 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 wait. They still want to put people in jail. They still want to put people in jail because that means money for them. Jail True. does mean money for them. Oh, that's um, going to be for different reasons. Yeah. Now they're like bringing Rico against everybody if you right. hang out in a group. So now they've taken it away, though, from marijuana because they're going to be out or they can be in an equity program or something next week. When you do that, let's look at them for another way. But, oh, wait, what are you saying? Weed is a plant and it grows and there's no, well, Let's go ahead and legalize it. Like, come on. Um, I, think I, mean, the big, five- I think the big eye opener for most people is when you put it in the context of why does why is it completely OK and accepted to go home and drink multiple uh-huh. glasses of wine a night uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, after your kids have gone to bed every single night? Basically, and th- like, that's completely accepted. Yeah. And but take a Xanax sm- or an Ambien right? or, or something right. stronger. 
Yeah. You can abuse um, benzos and nobody really looks at you sideways, right? but you say yeah. you smoke pot. How, how do you function in society? Oh my God. Very well, kids. actually. My kids are great. My kids right? function great. They're straight A students. And you know what I do? I'm a better mom because I don't strangle them. Right. Or nor do I ignore them because I'm dealing with my own shit because I like to pop a white wine spritzer with the Ambien every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely that. And I think now that I'm not saying the opioid epidemic is over, but being that that is their understanding that getting people off of opioids and using CBD or CBN or some form of cannabis, THC, mm-hmm. actually helps. Now, you know, now that you don't want your daughter and, you know, your daughter was kicked out of Harvard because she was addicted to fucking opioids. Now she smokes a little weed or she does some gummies and she's OK. Now you're OK with it. Mm-hmm. You know, before it wasn't anything for you to be worried about. So regardless of however it happens, let it happen, because once we do that, I definitely think that it will help a lot of the social issues. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to help a lot of the health issues. I think they're going to be able to stop saying that there aren't something that's very close to a cure or the cure for a lot of illnesses that are taking loved ones at rapid rates right now. Um, It's going to open up a lot more research Um, and I'll just kind of, you know, hopefully make this place a little bit better. Um, So let's, let's do that. So then we can move on to everything else that shouldn't be a distraction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the big reasons why I love the idea of moving down to Portland is Oregon has decriminalized all drugs and has focused on treatment and yep. you know getting help for people yep. and like i when i was there this weekend i kept noticing little things that were really different compared to you know where i live right now mm-hmm. like i went into a uh, little coffee shop to get a bagel one morning and they had narcan taped to the wall just in case someone had a drug overdose nearby wow and yeah like they they think about that kind of thing <laughs> you know there because was a sign that said yeah. They wouldn't be able to come in, you know what I'm like? Right, right. right. That would be the same thing that. in Seattle. Yeah. Like, yeah. here they would go, oh, that guy's having an overdose. Call 911 and push him outside. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Whereas in this shop, it would be, I've got something that can help them right now and they might yeah. survive. Yeah. And, you know, they're, it's, it's, it's just a different mentality. It's just a little switch. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not judging you for the thing that you're doing that, that you feel like you need to do to survive. I'm going to help you survive. And yeah. when you are ready to stop doing the thing that you think is helping you right now, but you know deep down is destroying you, we have things for that. Um, wow, you mean they're about community and they're communal they're, there? How crazy. Right? I mean, they still, have, they still have shitty politicians who yeah. do shitty yeah. stuff. But overall, at least the communities that I have been introduced to, um, that it's, it just feels... It feels like what we all hope is going to happen eventually elsewhere. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they actually care about the person next to them. They're, oh, the other thing, same shop. Like there was a sign that said, um, if you don't go by your government name, please just let us know. We don't want to we don't want to make a mistake. Like we don't want to call you by the wrong name. I don't remember wow. exactly what it said. It was a little cleverer than that. But basically saying, like, when you give us your credit card, if your name is different, just let us know and we just won't call you that. Yeah. 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 That's really like, cool it's just little things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what a crazy idea, right? Crazy. <sighs> All right. Uh, I know it's uh, starting to creep into later, and we're, this is going to end up being a two-parter again, just like last time, because this is going to be... <laughs> nope. You're sticking with it. All 15 episodes. Yes. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock, and we are about to do episode 5. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. <sighs> that would All make right. this a three-parter. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really know much about him, but my two teenage kids are very excited. You know, they love him. They have the CD discettes and the video games and the dungarees with his name on the um, pocket. On the um, pocket. The dungarees. <laughs> the story of Thugnificent. Uh, yeah. So this is when um, Thugnificent moves into the neighborhood, uh, records a diss album about Granddad, which was uh, Stomp Him in the Nuts. That was a good one. Um, do we have a song on that one? Yes. <laughs> you just mad cause your ass is old. First thing you do is just pick up the phone. Yes. I was laughing at this whole time. That, that, hey, it's, can we get a soundtrack to the Boondocks, please? Ooh, I wonder if there's a there, There's on one out on Spotify. Yeah, I knew that. Is there? Okay. Awesome. I'm about to be knocking that riding around the streets. Right? Hot shit, just to roll my windows down so everybody can hear. No, I'm just kidding. No, but that was, it was so, some good music. Oh, definitely. <laughs> this, this season, especially. Um, yeah, so, like, Granddad hates that these very, um, garish uh, uh racker, rappers have moved in across the street and it's just all loud music and and cars everywhere ruining granddad's lawn um so like he goes over there and and like he calls the police on them i think right and that's where how that starts and then they write the diss, uh, diss song and then granddad records a diss song which is or tries yeah he does it's terrible <laughs> so bad um Yeah, so I uh, I remember like this. So Riley was just enamored with them completely and wanted to hang out with them so bad and just like be part of their crew. And so everything was like you just saw him basically. Um, I don't have a better word. Basically subbing to them. I don't. <laughs> what do you call that? <laughs> he was on his nuts, as, as what Riley was saying. That's what it was. He was on his nuts. So he didn't want to be on his nuts, but he was on his nuts. I don't want to be dick riding. Yeah, but he was so, like, very, like, expertly doing so. Very much. But, yeah, uh, that. Uh, and then other old people were getting hurt because the people would watch the video and then see somebody who looked like uh, grand, Granddad. Uh, excuse me. Um, and, actually, I remember when this was, uh, when, we, when we recorded this one, we talked about, uh, I, I believe that we talked about how there was um, an increase in hate crimes against Asian people during the pandemic. I think that came about somewhere around this episode because uh, people watching a thing and then going out and, you know, beating up something that represents the thing that they saw. That's exactly what was happening. People would see Asian people and just assume that they were Chinese and beat them up and shit like that. Um. Yeah. Because, you know. That was the prior episode. Oh, was that the prior episode? Well, see, I remember having a conversation about it. I just forgot. Yeah, it was around that time, though. It was still going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, I just realized, like, I haven't heard much about that. I yeah, think I haven't heard about that lately. Summer. Yeah. 
So that's interesting. I wonder if that means actual change or if that just means, you know, the news isn't covering it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know how you know how the news cycle goes. And, you know, so like I said, look over here, look over here. And right. They just got their earned income tax credit. So it's like, look over here, look over here. But don't pay attention to how I'm maybe screwing you guys right now. You know, another part about this episode that I, I really thought was just very perfect was how the rappers thought that uh, Huey was kind of cool because, you know, reading books and shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What was it, like, congratulations for reading or something like that was in this episode? (laughs) I think part of this episode and the message was, like, how we can be, um, you know, divisive within our own culture. And because Mm -hmm. somebody comes in, you know, because they're rappers, although they may or may not have as much money, they've done the same thing you've done to be able to move next to you, you know, maybe it not be a rapper. Maybe it's just somebody else that you consider just less uh, needed in your neighborhood. We'll just say we can become very judgmental about that and, you know, and, and start judging somebody else based on, you know, maybe they act different. Maybe they're a little more rowdy. Maybe they're a little more hood. Maybe that, you know, so I definitely think that was a message in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course it comes from an older generation, but it even comes from, somebody the same age within you know your peers so i definitely think that was a a message that was kind of blaringly apparent throughout this definitely i think Lindsay mentioned something about that too with that episode do you remember Lindsay? oh yeah just black people attacking other black people that's kind of a theme throughout the whole season Mm -hmm. too the whole show it's not just the season I wonder what was going on this season because it seems like it was definitely much more of a topic um, mm-hmm. and us and like allowing people or trying to make people to be introspective and accountable for what we're responsible for because of our behavior, mm-hmm. you know, towards each other, not just the killing and, you know, the things that everybody says we do, but the other ways that were detrimental to each other and, and to our community. Um, so I, what this was like 2005, 2006, maybe. Yeah, five this year ish. I I don't know time. Time is not real anymore. Yeah, if it was, <laughs> maybe it was around. Like it, you know, maybe it was partly inspired by um, Hurricane Katrina, and you know how there wasn't the support there. And well, we know maybe, it's like, past. That's the biggest yeah, thing. we I know it's past Katrina because they did the Katrinians. Oh, that's right. That's right. So yeah, so maybe two thousand six. Maybe I don't know if two thousand seven for this one. Okay, okay. So a bit okay. So yeah. So I can't think of anything significant that would have motivated that, uh, you know, that kind of thing for the season. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, okay. Well, uh, let's move on to episode six, Attack of the Killer Kung Fu Wolf Bitch. Hey, guys, I'm Luna. I hope you don't mind me hanging out with you for the weekend. (laughs) Oh, Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, big, big, big hearts, like big heart eyes, like that that gif of of a bunny with the heart eyes. That's me right now with Ali- with Aisha Tyler. You should uh, watch the movie called Friends Giving. She was in that. Yeah. Um, with Kat Dennings, and okay. I'll just say there's a makeout scene with the both of them. She's on mushrooms, so you'll okay. probably love her even more. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Netflix, right, baby? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, this was this was one of the funnier episodes too. I, I this is probably one of the ones where I laughed. I need to find. You know what? I need to find and, and get to you guys. I don't know if you when she did her stand up special, she did a rap beforehand talking about how she was a, a black a nerdy black girl with no butt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she definitely it does not. Exactly. I know that she recognizes that because she does not have one at all. Um, yeah, so the, the synopsis before before we talk more about this episode, uh, Granddad invites a total stranger to the house for the weekend because she lives far away, but they met online uh, and has the nerve to act surprised when she turns out to be completely insane. <laughs> Just like that. Completely insane. What's up? Yeah. No? Yeah. No? Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... This one's funny because right off the bat, like the boys just don't believe, don't, don't trust her. And they're really like weary. And essentially they kind of fuck everything up for both of them because they convince granddad that, that, that she, they, he needs to get rid of her. And then her friend then convinces her to go psychotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that's a very, uh, uh, there's a lot in that episode. <laughs> Arnold. For her being the friend in this episode, mm-hmm. and for Martin, it was she was she was definitely that friend that people have, but definitely that one. Uh, but yeah, this was a that was a funny episode too. But it also once again showed Grandpa wanting companionship. Mm-hmm. That's something that is reoccurring in um, all of not all of the episodes in particular, but all of the seasons uh, mm-hmm. that you know, Granddad is. A lonely old man, and that the uh, that his type does not tend to be the best for him. But he's like young. He's like young mind, young spirited. He yeah. tries to take tries to you know, even though he gets stuff messed up, like you know, my eye space and my pod and all that. Mm-hmm. He's still very. I think you know because I think they keep him young. So but yes, he's looking yeah. for some you know that same kind of energy, and he looks in the wrong places, um, which is a I think ongoing thing from then and still now. Because I, you know, when my mom does meet somebody, I know it's very much these dating apps. It's like Christian Mingle and shit like that. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> these people do not have to be real Christians. Okay. So let me tell you now, you're going to find fuckboys just like you're doing anything <laughs> else. But, uh-huh. but that could be the way for Jaded. younger people to meet, but also the option for <laughs> older people to meet, you know? Uh, I could never. I'd be lonely as fuck. Like, could never. Mm-mm. I'm not swiping right or left for anybody. I don't have to. Uh, yeah, so. it's yeah. I can't imagine anybody is excited about that. <laughs> and nobody's real, but nobody's real too. Right? Hubby I mean, said the other day, catfish is still a show. I'm like, well, people are still lying and catfishing and not being them true self. You know, their true selves. So yeah, you know that actually I can't it's still going. But you know, in in this episode, she didn't exactly catfish him, but she didn't exactly like tell the truth about all of the things. Yeah. Like she she very much like. um it, it was it was telling the truth, but only like a kernel of the truth, like mm-hmm. kung fu. But it turned out to be like Muay Thai or, or something, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Um, white, white Lotus Kung Fu. White Lotus, white Lotus Kung Fu instead of yeah. you know like yeah. Tai Chi or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Kickboxing. kickboxing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She said kickboxing. She didn't really lie, but she didn't really tell the truth. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If I only tell part of it, it's not lying, mm-hmm. and I don't feel don't guilty. Really lie. It's a white lie. It's a little white lie. Yeah. Um, and playing on the fact that she knew that he was, you know, what position he's in, too. Mm-hmm. Know, so, uh, yeah. This, uh, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, 
kind of that one of the themes in it obviously is you know uh, choose your choose choose your friends wisely but that's not the word i was trying to think of like choose who you open up to really um, because her friend mm-hmm. knew all of these terrible things that you know she had gone through and still was like you should stalk that man you should you know ruin his life go and do that that's what i would do don't let him leave until he's in love with you mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't help when you are mentally ill you should have somebody who's not a shenaniganizer yeah you should have somebody who just as you know there you guys are same kind of right same kind of um, but she was even worse. She was just really toxic. Um, mm-hmm. Not the friend that pumps you up, but the friend that r- really leads you down the wrong road. Mm-hmm. Feeds into your worst fears, you know, instead of somebody that goes, oh, you're tripping. Let me go ahead and be rational. It was yeah. the exact So, yeah. Got anything, Linz? Oh, yeah. We already know. This. <clears throat> I went off on this episode. Yes. I looked at her as being completely honest. Granddad being a little bitch in his reactions to mm-hmm. her. Agreed. Hiding mm-hmm. in a bathroom and talking shit yep. and messing with someone's trauma when you have no idea right. what you're doing. Niggas need to be honest, not wolf bitches. Okay. <laughs> Another mic drop. Boom. I love it. No, that's perfect. Because I was like, yeah, because I, I remember talking about like talking about the trauma side of it because that's the the kind of stuff that I study and just like seeing it immediately like oh she was fucked over and you know well, <laughs> adverse childhood experiences trauma. and so trauma romantic people, trauma like, mm-hmm. yeah most people like I have a, group of, a couple friends right now and I'm talking to them separately I'm like but you guys both have trauma to deal with separately before you guys can even try to be an entity together and they don't get it like it's so clear to me on the outside because I'm not in there but it's very easy for me to see that's what it is I know what your trauma is. I know what your trauma is. So same type of situation. Grandpa maybe didn't have trauma, but he's a, you know, he's a widower. What's the guy's name? Widower. 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 Yeah. There you go. Um, so he's that. And her trauma is probably being done dirty a lot in her life, um, whether it's by her own cause or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I see that point too, Lindsay. But I definitely think the friend was the most toxic uh, part of the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if I was on a on a date where I was being treated the way that she was being treated, no matter what it was that uh, who he thought I was before we met, like that friend basically leading her down the path to her death uh, mm-hmm. was like the last thing that she needed. She needed someone who would be like, "Girl, you are too fucking good for that shit. Go home. I will yeah. buy you a drink when you get here, right, like, and right. we will talk about yeah. it." Not, yeah. girl, I would die if I had to be single or whatever it right. was. Go back in there and tell him and demand. All, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, she was lonely, but we know that an outcome of that. So we know why that was. Right. Oh. All right. How are we doing on time? Do you want to try and get a few more episodes in or? If we, we can, if we, well, if we do this next one, we'll have, we can do the other one as a half. Uh, okay. So in my yeah. opinion, right. if everybody's cool yeah. with that. I think that was good. So we get, yeah, do seven and then we have seven more to go. Seven and then we'll talk about, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So episode seven, Shining. So you judge your success by the amount of ill will you generate from those around you. Hey, if niggas ain't mad at you, then you doing something wrong. By that definition, then you have a very bright future. Thanks, man. (laughs) 
uh, Riley finally gets a uh, platinum and diamond chain from his uh, from his new crew, only to have it snatched away by a bully. Um, and uh, again, not being a snitch, but wanting to get and doesn't want his new friends to know that he got uh, jumped. I guess mm-hmm. uh, he tries to he tries everything he can to you know get his chain back and fix his rep. And like the biggest thing I remember about this episode is uh, who's the dude on the crew that went to help and got like broken leg or something. And uh, Riley was just like, whatever, I got my chain. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Got a broken leg. <laughs> Get move my leg. Riley. I won't tell my face. <laughs> that is, that is the big one. That's it. Like he just walks away like, hey, I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, too bad for you. And boy, that yeah, is no, not. It was what was so funny is I love about that clip is how he was like, Thanks, man. Like, that was probably the most vulnerable moment ever that Riley had. And it was so not sincere from Huey's standpoint. Right. But Riley didn't get it because for him, that's what's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that you judge, you know, material things as something so important. Okay. But for him, he was like, you're right. Thank you. You get me. You know, so it's really funny that how just how vulnerable sounding or how like appreciative sounding he was actually. And Huey was not giving him a compliment um, right it was but, that, yeah. sar- that backhanded sarcasm that huey just when it when it was aimed at what he, what riley actually like believed riley was just like oh yeah thank you yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly it. it yeah he's just no <laughs> um yeah so i don't know there was I don't remember a whole lot like that, that scene at, at the end when, well, when he finally had gone back and told them that, you know, he'd gotten jumped and they went to confront the bully. Like, that's the scene that really jumps out for me. Um, is there anything like that for you guys? I, I think probably the most, if I remember correctly, we were just kind of, we all had the same feeling about this episode. Like there was obviously one kind of theme and um, the focus so much was on Riley and you know, the kind of conflict that he had between being a snitch or still being cool, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I remember, like the whole idea. I actually, I'm going to be, I don't remember like anything to, you know, that stands out. How about you, Linz? Probably just like loyalty and fake shit. That's how I took it. Like that fake ass chain he was willing to go right. so far for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it came to loyalty, loyalty really meant nothing. The fake ass chain meant everything. And it was just about what everything looks like, not what it actually is. It would do yeah. everything for that chain, including kiss a man. Right. <laughs> Which is his biggest, yeah, his biggest fear, basically. He's like, wait, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, should we, uh, so we're going to pause here for, uh, <laughs> for length reasons so that we're not putting out a six hour episode or something um so yeah i hope that everybody uh enjoyed the season so far especially uh you know all of our white people questions that we talked about and um like i didn't we didn't really discuss them today but all of them are like progressively getting better <laughs> yeah. now, especially since we've been getting them off of TikTok. Oh yeah. Well, and, and 
none of them are the same. I mean, right. there's uh, there are a myriad of stories and questions that have popped up throughout this entire thing. I don't think we've gotten, I think we've had something about hair a couple of times, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. been about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, everything, it's... Uh, yeah. It's 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 a it, from a white perspective, looking at looking at that and seeing all these things that black folks have to deal with or get questioned about. I mean, that's privilege. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and you guys know why we always go, Lord, I'm tired. <laughs> we are exhausted. exhausted sometimes, but no, you're right. And like you said, I think they're progressively getting better. Like last week's was just like, hey. Wouldn't mind if you just stop and ask me that at the seven eleven. Like, I, you know what I do, and I don't know you. Like, it wasn't that bad. So, yeah, yeah it was but, a silly, it was a silly question, but yeah, yeah but I mean, fun. I mean, yeah, yeah. for me, it's a, about Washington. For me, it's yeah. Dinner. So okay. that that actually brings up uh, something that happened today. Um, so that clip of that white people question about hair and washing your hair uh, on TikTok, some dude decided that I didn't know what I was talking about (laughs) and wanted to basically tell me that uh, executive dysfunction, which is basically, for me, the way that that manifests is sometimes the inability to give a shit about taking care of myself. Uh Uh Um, And, you know, I said that last week about, you know, I'm not a good person to ask about washing hair because my hair is not considered black hair and I also have this other thing that, yeah. prevents me from so yeah this dude decided to like all day long basically try to challenge me and say that no you could just you just do it and then you know that's, yeah <laughs> that's, if you once that's you not... do it you've broken the executive dysfunction uh, that's kind uh, of the fucking thing but, like i describe i explained to him what i was saying and why i was saying and the background of being autistic and having sensory processing disorder and like all of these things that go with it and he's just basically like but what i'm saying is da 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 and it's complete fucking ableist bullshit oh my god um, whoever you are but just this right? how about you try getting off of an app and <laughs> worrying about your own business because i'm sure your shit is just pretty fucked up yeah. um for you to sit and tell somebody else about how they can just like you, you he acts like you were being like i don't know how to tie my shoe and he's like just do it yeah just that's exactly like that is exactly how it felt, yeah. wow i wish you guys could see my face right now because it like i have the most incredulous annoyed <laughs> Pissed yeah. off look right now. Yeah, it, it, it may, I mean, wow. math, even mathematically, it makes no sense from what he was saying. So basically, it says his his view was in order to get over your executive dysfunction, get over your executive dysfunction. Well, oh, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> right? Like you just like you go. You know what? I've never thought of that. Let me try. Are you supposed to like together? And also, and like, rub some dirt on it. Right, but, like, like trying to challenge your intelligence by saying like, "What grad school did you get, or did, or what, uh, what PhD did you get?" And then like, basically like, "Well, probably not the same one as my therapist and my psychologist who actually say these things." And like, I'm just literally like, "Dude, I have worked in that field for over 20 years. I have these diagnoses. I have talked to therapists, multiple therapists about it, and they all say the same fucking thing." And I literally teach executive functioning skills as part I'm of my job. Like, I'm 40 plus years old. Like right. I've lived with this. Like that, that'd be like me going, you know what? You don't, you're upset about me. Just stop being black. Right. Just stop. Just, well, just and stop part of it, like, he said something like, um, you know, I've had depressions and I'm literally like, that's <laughs> felt sad one. That's not, that's right. not what this is. This is literally like, well, at the wow. time period kind of that I was talking about, like, Literally, I getting out of bed to go to the bathroom was 
something that I had to psych myself up for. Yeah. Eating food yeah. was something that I would have to convince myself to do. You know, it, it it's not just being sad. It's literally not caring one way or another and not having any feelings about potentially dying. Yeah. Like, I, Well, it's so, so awesome that you have somebody who studied the brain and who's the one person in the planet. <laughs> Completely, one hundred percent. You know, understands the brain, and he's telling you how to fix it. Like that's the answer. Like just that, stop. Like that's, that's yeah. the answer. Everything. Just like, stop. Full on mansplaining. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man's. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. Like the worst kind of mansplaining. Like I said, you let me know what your everyday life is like, so I can find out something. And be like, just stop. <laughs> you know, like. Oh my God, girl, you shouldn't have told me that because I'm BMSing too. So that just What do you mean you can't pay for it? Just have money. I got so pissed. I don't, I don't let myself get angry because I do not like the way that I feel when I am angry. And I was so angry. It took me like 40 minutes to stop shaking. Oh my God. Um, No, I'm I'm, I'm literally irritated because I just don't like other people to, who are throwing, throwing stones. Yeah. Like I know your shit is not right. No, especially about like my functionality, personal functionality, not the whole world, not people in general with depression, my depression in particular. Well, he has the answer to everything. You better get his phone number and everything. So anytime you have a problem, he can just tell you just to stop and then you're cured. Wow. Well, (sighs) you make me want to go medicate now. So, well, Me too, you. actually. That's, right? yeah. That's why I wanted to save it for the end because I knew I'd get riled up again. Yeah. So now, uh-huh. we're, so we're gonna so bef- before we leave, yeah. We so we're, to we're, gonna, we're gonna have a week space in between because uh, Lin- Lindsay's out of town next week, right? Woo-hoo. So in two weeks we will do the second half of our season. Yeah, that works for me. Uh, Lindsay, you're passing um, Sacramento. You better stop me and be like, "Hey, girl, let's meet." That's right. Aww. Look, she's like, that's not going to happen. Oh, oh no. I wish I could, baby. <laughs> go enjoy Tahoe, girl. Go enjoy. Go enjoy. Have a good time. Have a good yeah, time. but cut this part out. I don't want these niggas to know I'm not home. <laughs> that's right. Too right? late. True, right? It's live, only, it's live streaming out only on the our, Russian only internet. Only Patreon members who pay extra to know when we're not home. <laughs> the that's, super no, Patreon yes. members. Enjoy your, stay va- your staycation. Enjoy oh, yeah. your staycation Hi. at home. How about that? Thank one? you. Yeah. So bleep yeah. out everything else and then just put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All awesome, right. Uh, before, yeah. Before we go, though, I also wanted to shout out again Dennis Guggen. We didn't mention him at the top, uh, but he did an amazing uh, Boondocks lineup and made personal pop, uh, pop vinyls for us. Uh, and just like, it's just the coolest thing in the world to have a pop vinyl that looks like me and it makes me so happy. So go and go and give him money to like make you feel happy. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Lindsay and MJ, give me your ad- addresses so I can mail you yours. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, oh. in, in messaging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even our Patreon Here, members right don't get that. <laughs> right now, I want everybody outside on my lawn. Unless, you, right? unless you're bringing weed. <laughs> right? I mean, no, no way. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll send that to you. That's awesome. But um, we will miss you guys. And Lindsay, you have a fantastic staycation. Yeah. Yeah. It's finally your turn to take a day off. (laughs) Get out of here, you crazy kid. (laughs) All right. Anybody got anything else to plug real quick before since we're not gonna be back for two weeks? Um, I think Hubby did it. He probably mad at me. Full swap radio. Yeah. Soulmates and swingers, menage with Mary Jane Maven. Oh my uh, shops up in right now. Yep. 
And disp- dis- our first episode, our p- yes. test episode of Disputed should be out by uh, before we get to part two of this. So. Awesome. I nice. can't wait to hear it. So you guys go follow. Support. I, 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 I'll, te- I'll tease everybody out here. It's going to be Harry Potter versus Luke Skywalker. Nice. Oh, Harry Potter. All right. All right. Okay. Especially since I just started watching Star Wars, I realized how much. <laughs> and you're getting on him about Fresh Prince? <laughs> I know. I, I'm, yeah. I, know. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. We can't all be perfect nerds fireball. like me. Mandalorian is the best thing, though. Mandalorian. Mandalorian yeah. saved Star Wars. I haven't Wars. watched Mandalorian yet. So good. So good. But yeah. All right, guys. All right. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see everybody soon. Yes. Love y'all. That's the wrong way, bud. I need you to get the hell up out of here. Hey, thanks for joining us again as we make our way through the trials and tribulations of the Freeman family. We hope to see you back again in two weeks for the second half of our season two finale. Want to know where to find us on the social medias or where to subscribe to the podcast? Just head right over to www.theboondockspod.com slash links. Have a stupid white people question you want to leave us? Email us at host at theboondockspod.com or leave us a voicemail at 760-933-8636. That's 760-WE-3- undo shout out to the artists who've created our intro and outro tunes our intro is hashtag make a change by k-i-r-k you can find them on spotify itunes and title our outro is good times by audio you can find them on freemusicarchive.org and youtube